Hey everyone, thank you for joining us here at 5 Day Challenges. We believe this challenge will impact your life and those around you. We have thousands of believers that have already joined from around the globe. We want to remind you that we will be interacting with you throughout the broadcast by taking your questions for our guests, pray over your prayer requests and pass out exciting giveaways at the end of each broadcast. Also, it's so important to know that this is a challenge. We will not only be providing you with information, but we will be giving you practical steps of how to put this information into action immediately. Because we want our 5-Day Challenges community to not just be hearers of the word, but also be doers of the word. And also, we would love to know where you're watching from. So post your location into the feed. And now, let's prepare hard and get ready to receive something so special that God has for you and be challenged to step more into your God-given destiny. Now, let's welcome our hosts. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. I'm Sean. I'm Tanya. And we are your co-hosts here at 5 Day Challenges as, as long with... Well, Benji and Daniela Moore, they are currently in Thailand. And yes, and Jason and Debbie Chen, who are also with us here in Switzerland. Dear friends of ours, we're just the three ministry amigos, right? We are, we are. We've really enjoyed doing this five-day challenges with you guys. Um, yes. We, we actually have people joining us from 80 different nations all over the world, which is pretty incredible. That's right. And over 5,000 people have signed up. So this is wow. day four of this current five-day challenge. Yeah. And really quick, I just want to add this. We have had an incredible challenges this, this whole week. Yesterday, Suzette Hatting was absolutely amazing. Um, if you didn't see that, go back and watch it. You can actually go back and watch the replays of all the shows we've already done. They have been so, so powerful, and I know you will be blessed by watching them. Yes, I've been re-watching them myself. There's so much yes. of the truth <laughs> of the Word of God in those and nuggets that we all need to learn from. So yes, go back and watch them again. Yeah, well, um, really quick, um, before we get started, just as a reminder, this is a challenge. So uh, we want to challenge you in prayer, challenge you in faith. Also, throughout this show, please send us your questions. Our guest today um, is, a, is an amazing man of God. And if you have a, a question just burning on your heart that has to do with prayer and faith, send it to us and hopefully we'll be able to get to it and ask our guests those questions. Yes. And just so you know, this is not just a one-way stream. We're not just providing you with information, but we really want to be praying for you and we want to hear your testimonials. So you can put your prayer requests in the feed. Also in the 5-Day Challenges Facebook group, there's a, there's a post that is called Prayer Requests. So please let us know what we what we can be praying with you for, um, or two or three come together and ask for the same thing. In God's name, it'll happen. So. Amen. God answers prayers. He's mm -hmm. a God of miracles today as he was yesterday and forever. Well, with that being said, I know all of you are eager to hear from our guest today. Um, he, he needs no introduction, but just really quick, he's, he's over a ministry called Freedom Ministries. Um, Dr. Dave, I say doctor because he's a doctor in the faith. David Hogan um, is a man of God. I want you guys to watch this short video and then we're going to get right into the questions. They got me a shirt. You know what it says? I am the Christian they warned you about. 
So I, I hover over this kid, and I couldn't find nothing. He's dead, sure enough. He's been dead for almost six hours. I said, in the name of Jesus, and nothing happened. So then I went into tongue, shot the back nothing happened. And y'all, I was praying for that kid for a long time. I mean, it was sweat. It was hot. And then all of a sudden, look, I don't have a clue for you. I just am grateful to God. That little boy's t-shirt bounced. I saw it. it went. And I got a hold of him. I got a hold of the kid, you know. And then uh, I felt the first pulse hit the arm over here. And I go, what? And I looked at the dad. I go, it works. You guys welcome our special guest, David Hogan. Hello. Hello, Mr. Hogan. Welcome, welcome. We're so honored to have you. It's such an honor. Our, our, our community is delighted to have you on our show. Um, how are you doing today? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm always good. I'm blessed. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's Wonderful. just hop right into the first question, shall okay. we? Get this thing on the road. So uh, in a couple of minutes, would you just tell us a little bit about, about your testimony? Uh, yep. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. I, I, I love my parents. Uh, I guess my mama was a perfect lady. Seems like. Uh, as far as having a, uh, a uh, mom and dad were, I don't know, they just good Christian people. My dad was a pastor. I was raised to love Jesus. And, uh, every day of my life, we got up and sought the Lord together. And then the church disappointed me. It lied to me. And so I went away for a while. And then the Lord Jesus uh, came and got me and brought me back. And he had a job for me to do, and so I've been on the trail ever since. We got my wife and I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, and we went to Mexico, and we've been there ever since. Wow! Awesome. How, how did you? <laughs> that's uh, in a nutshell the testimony. How did you start your ministry? Uh, well, we, my daddy was uh, he was uh, uh, coordinated for this large ministry. His church, he had a couple of churches, and so. Uh, once, once I got sorted out with the fire of God, he, he wanted to help. And so he gave me some churches to work with and I started working with them and, and he even started happening and the thing just grew. It started being, it was, it was nice. It's out in the cotton field in the Mississippi Delta in Louisiana. In the United States. <laughs> awesome. And then, uh, a missionary came through my church and I, and I was sitting there on the front, and he started talking about areas where there are hundreds of villages that have no gospel. And I apologize. I, I just didn't believe that. Mm -hmm. I, I know that in the 70s, seems old to y'all, but in those days, we thought we were modern as well, and, and I thought I didn't. I didn't know such a thing existed. So he, I just stood straight up. There was like four hundred people there, and I just stood straight up and told him, "I don't believe that." He said, "Come see for yourself." And so I said, "All right." So I organized, went down, and I haven't been back. 
Wow. We told the truth. That's so that's how I got to the mission field. And, and, and then it's been the, the long war with the demons ever since. And Jesus is king and we will win eventually. That's right. Amen. Yeah. That's right. There, there are, you have so many stories of how God has used you. Is there a, a, a story that stands out, maybe a way God used you in the miraculous that really stands out to you that you would like to share with our audience? I don't know. I don't know what to say to y'all. I, I, maybe you ought to be more specific. Well, let me let me do a creation thing. We'll just get going with that. Let's do it. All right. Uh, look, uh, I work with poor people uh, that haven't had opportunity. Uh, they've been oppressed and suppressed and everything else by everything there is. And, and I believe that we give them the gospel. We don't give them America. We don't give them white, black, brown, uh, yellow. We give them Jesus. Jesus okay. is king, and that is the final authority. And I believe that's the right way to approach it, in my opinion. And so you go out in these villages, and and you, you proclaim the lordship of Jesus to people who have never heard the gospel. Uh, uh, and there's a lot of witchcraft and idolatry and things out there that oppose the power of the name of Jesus. Uh, but what I, what I have to say to you is uh, we were out there and we come upon this child. It was a baby born without eyes. Okay. Uh, no, both eyes missing. Uh, it says it right on it, right on the baby's birth certificate. Uh, still does. And uh, the witch doctor uh, put forth a challenge to us. If your God is king and if you're, what you're telling us is the truth, then you can pray for this baby and it be healed because we have prayed and prayed and, and nothing has happened. Um, talking about through witchcraft. And so we laid our hands upon this baby and about three or four days later, we had a conference and the baby was there. Uh, the mama was there. The witch doctor was there. Everybody was there. And they brought me this baby and presented it to me, it, you know, and I didn't, I didn't see anything. I'm a, I'm a great grandpa and, you know, and I'm not a doctor, but I am probably the best great grandpa alive. Good. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I took that baby, I took the clothes off of it. I'm expecting damage. Uh, I'm expect well, that's what I do is fix broke things. And, and so, uh, I took the clothes off this baby. It was looking for it. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but it's simple to see when there's a tumor or gaping wounds or broken bones or what have you. And, and this baby was, it was healthy. And I, and I just looked at the mom and the mom, the Holy Ghost hit that lady, knocked her out. And then the pastor from the area comes up and he, same thing happened to him. He looked at the baby, looks at me, gets knocked out. And then the missionary, same thing happened. And then, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I guess that was my turn to babysit, I suppose. <laughs> and so I put the clothes back on the little baby and, uh, after a while they came back too it turns out that the baby that I was holding was the baby that had been prayed for with no eyes and the witch doctor came up and told me point blank 
if this is the God you're preaching, we want it because I was there when this baby was born with no eyes. And now the baby has eyes. And so that is the gospel that we preach. Jesus is king. The glory belongs to the father because he is the one that gave up, set the plan in motion and helped us to heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out demons and cleanse the lepers. It is the father God. Amen. Yes. Amen. So hearing this story, I know that our believers are really probably really believers, well, hopefully too, but yeah. um, our, our viewers are probably really interested in how does your prayer life look like on a daily basis? All right, look, let me, let me share a Bible verse with you first so yes. we can actually, you know, act like we're Christians. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Look, I want to, I want to, actually God, uh, God did speak a Bible verse to me for y'all today. Right. It's all right with you. I'd like, there's two of them and I'll share one of them right now. It's appropriate to y'all. Yeah, of course. It, Absolutely. Of course. Okay, thank you. Uh, it's a uh, thing where David, you know, his daddy, everybody knows his story, uh, where David was a young boy, and and his daddy asked him to uh, go and take some food to his brothers who were fighting in the war. And he heard about this Philistine, this, see this COVID, this, these plagues, these, the measles, uh, the, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the, the pestilences that are out there, the wars, the, the hate, the envy, the strife that's going on. I, I'm not here to curse anyone. I'm here to tell you a solution, and his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 and, and David said this to the men standing around after he heard that Philistine. He said, what shall be done for the man who kills attacks this Philistines and takes reproach away from the house of God. Uh, What I want to encourage everyone with uh, during this time of crisis, it's not rebuke. It's not, I'm not here to hurt someone's feelings. I'm here to encourage you and tell you we can do this. Uh, and the men starts telling him about how there's going to be lavish things given to him and so forth. And, and first of all, you have to, you have to recognize that we are fighting a war that we cannot win. That's the first thing. Second thing is the, his family uh, rebuked him. This, this is in first Samuel uh, 17 and verse 27. And it says, uh, you know, his older brother rebuked him for wanting to figure it out because David was a kid. You know, he, he, most of us have great reasons and opportunity. Why not to go forth against the armies of hell, against the giants that are against us in our generation? Uh, but I disagree with that. I disagree with uh taking an opportunity to, to give it an excuse of whether I'm too young. I'm, I'm not educated enough. My family's from the smallest tribe. I, I, I haven't got the proper knowledge on how to approach these giants. And David's question to his brothers were, what have I done now? And his brother said, you go back home 
and let us fight the war. But I need to encourage everyone listening to me. Jesus is king. We pick up the rocks and we run toward Goliath. It, it doesn't matter the opposition, who disagrees. I want to encourage you that we can do this. I want to tell you, we're always outnumbered. The giants are always in the land. The, the opposition is always greater than us. And that's one of the reasons you have me on this broadcast right now is because I have withstood the giants of the land. And I am not afraid. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am ready to do the work of the Lord. And, and, and I, want, I want you to, I want you to, to know that he, then news of him got, the first thing was his youth. Second thing was his family. Third thing was he went before the leadership of the land. And they tried to give him the current uh, weaponry uh, that was not working. It was not working against the giants. They had it already, but it, but the fear, the doubt, the dread, the size of the enemy in their eyes had taken down the power of their sword. And I want to encourage you that the sword of the Lord is, is the sword of the Lord is with us. We cannot fail. We pray on. We wait. We cannot fail. Mm. Jesus is king. Mm. And he put on the armor of the king. I mean, who wouldn't want to be suited out? Who wouldn't want to be in that political position to be wearing the armor of the greatest man of the army of God at that time? Mm. But it's not about that. It's about who we are mm. in the gospel. Mm. It doesn't matter if we're weak or if we're young or if we're from a from the family doesn't agree or the or the or the leadership thinks we should put on this type of armor. I believe in the armor of the Lord mm. and walking forth against the Goliaths of the land. And right now at this moment, of course, it's COVID. And we rebuke the devourer and we bless the land, whatever land Amen. we're from. I'm sitting right now in Texas in the United States and I bless this land. Mm. I bless you there in Switzerland. I bless all of Europe in the name of Jesus. I bless Africa. Amen. I rebuke the devourer against us in the Amen. name of Jesus. And you say, how do you pray? How do you fast? Huh? It's continual. Uh, I, I was waiting till this interview right here today, and I'm starting another fast. My wife and I will be starting on uh, July the first. Uh, what what y'all would consider, you know, you folks are out of hand. You're too you're too aggressive. You're too far. You're we won't eat. We won't drink. We will seek the Lord, Holy Ghost. We will bow at His feet. Mm. We will find the sandal that we're not worthy to unlatch. Mm. That's the only way to defeat the giant in the land. Because we find the sandal of the Lord. His hand will guide our rock and we will destroy the work of the enemy. And we will take over the land by the presence and power of the gospel in Jesus' name. Yes. 
So does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. That so, does it. Because it, it's a decision. Uh, mm -hmm. Earlier, the, you were talking to me about the running. And if it's okay, I want to bring that up. Of course, go Absolutely. for it. It's up to you. because I, I really don't care what we talk about. <laughs> no, no you it. go for it. But uh, most people don't know, and they, they, they think, uh, you know, this man's a lunatic. You think whatever you want, but we're winning. Amen. And we will continue to do so. I, I am 68 years old. I'm healthy. I want to speak health over everyone that's watching and listening. Uh, I, I am not sick. My wife is right here beside me. We've been married. This is our 49th year to be married. Uh, both of us are healthy. And it's decisions we made when we were younger. Mm -hmm. to, to serve the Lord without compromise, bow at his feet, worship in his presence. Mm -hmm. We do that every day of our life, my wife and I do, together. And we are not ashamed and we are not afraid. It's a decision to take the step. Like a couple of days ago, I ran a, my 48th marathon. I just completed it. Awesome. I just I just did it. It was awesome. And, and most people, the first question they ask me is, what was your time? Well, it's not about time. It's about finishing the race. It's about taking one step and putting the foot in front of the other and doing kilometer after kilometer, mile after mile, breathing right, uh, uh, walking right, having the right statue, having the right attitude, fortitude, having the right guts, having the right understanding and not letting anything get in your way uh, of, of finishing the goal. You ought to have seen, I fell into the swimming pool after the after that run. We got here at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I fell straight into the swimming pool. The greatest thing you ever felt in your life. It's <laughs> <laughs> falling, falling into a swimming pool after running out in the cotton field for 26 and a half miles. <laughs> it is amazing. I must encourage you to finish your race. It's not what race. It's not your position in the race. It's it's understanding that Jesus is king mm -hmm. and walking straight into the fire, into the presence of God. And then if you'll do that, you can face any, any enemy and you can destroy any demon. You can grow eyes in babies' heads. You can... We have endless reports coming in of places where I've been where where cancers have been healed at, at four, stage four, every kind, blood cancer, lung, brain tumors. And we've lost a lot. We just lost one of our best, one of my babies. I, mm. uh, I was there when her mom and dad were not even married. And then she came along and she grew up in, in the gospel. And then she got married. Her and her husband are missionaries with us. They're Indians that went left their homes, houses, moms and dads, and went out in the mountains and to another tribe and <clears throat> did everything right. 
and yet we lost. And I, <laughs> I love that girl, but I couldn't stop the enemy. And I know that goes against all faith, teaching. We can do anything, we, and we can't. But you need to be able to stand when you lose. And during this time of this, of this pandemic, there's a lots of people that can't figure it out. Let me tell you this. Standing is the answer. Standing in the gospel. Standing trust in God when you have no answer. Jesus is king. Yes. Yes. My responsibility is to her baby. Mm -hmm. to raise her daughter in the gospel to help her finish her race. And I don't have an answer for her in 20 years when her, when she gets old enough and she's going to ask me that question. Why couldn't you help my mother? And, and you listen to me. I need you to hear me. I don't have an answer for that. Jesus is king. And we will help her to be successful in Jesus' name. Do you understand? Yes. Amen. It's about picking up the stones and going for Goliath. But the way you do that is not with conventional weaponry. It's not with ideas, thoughts of men. It's the presence mm -hmm. of the Father mm -hmm. in the in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> it is the holy fire of God. In Jesus name. It is learning how. To run a marathon. You start by your first hundred meters. You start by, by diligence. Suiting out. Dressing out. My schedule is so hectic. I'm so busy preaching the gospel. And everybody said, how do you have time to, to do it? It's because I make time. I've made a decision that my health and that my wife's health are valuable to Christianity and to the kingdom of God. And together we have decided that it's healthy for our family, for us to be in unity in mind, body, and spirit, and that, that we are healthy in our bodies. I want I want to go on record to whoever's listening all over the all over the world, hopefully. I don't take any medicine. I'm not on any meds. I am a blessed human being. Yeah. And I give the credit. The blame goes to the glory of God. The blame <laughs> goes to the mercy, to the mercy of the gospel. The blame goes to mm. bowing in the presence of the king. That's what I want to say. Amen. It's so good. In the so name of Jesus. Amen. And I bless you. I bless your life. I bless your family. In Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. Great Holy Ghost, great fire, great mercy. Come upon us. Yes, Jesus. It is a time for the sons of God and the daughters of Zion to rise. In the name of Jesus. We bless you in Jesus' name. So do you have another another question? 
Yes. Yeah, so we have we have many questions coming in. And also, if you're watching this and you have more questions, send them our way. Um, one of the questions that came in is uh, in, in Matthew chapter 10, it says Jesus said to go into all the world and and, and obviously preach the gospel, but heal the sick, uh, raise a dead, cleanse a leopard, cast out demons. Uh, one of the questions is, how do you do that? All right. I do have an answer for you. OK, good. And you're going to have to. Uh... Give me just a second. Swap over to a verse here. I got. <clears throat> All right, look. I'm sitting here ready for you because I know the questions. The questions are usually pretty similar. So, so I want to read to you out of Second Corinthians chapter three in the Amplified version of English, if that's okay. If you're all right with that. Yep. Verse eight. It says. Why should not the dispensation of the spirit, the spiritual ministry, whose task it is to cause men to obtain and be governed by the spirit of the Lord? Our responsibility is to teach people. That's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm not the most educated man you'll run into, but let me say this to you. There ain't anyone alive can do what I can do. Jesus is key. And I see what my job is now is to folks like y'all, uh, to help y'all, to get on here with y'all. Miss Tanya, the, I was watching you, God touching you just now. You need to be easily touched. You need, you need to obtain and be governed by the spirit of the Lord. To go out, it's easy uh you can go anywhere. You don't have to go to a foreign field. You can go to the supermarket. It, it doesn't matter where I go personally. Uh, when I go into a store, people stop and look at me. And you can believe that it's because I'm so active and outgoing and, you know, charismatic or, or a lunatic. It, you know, you can believe it's what you want. You can believe whichever direction you want to carry it. But I'm going to tell you what it is. It is because I have found favor with the Lord God Almighty. Hmm. I have obtained and, and I'm being governed by the spirit of the Lord. And people immediately come up to you and start conversating with you, uh, conversing with you. And, and, and you, you can talk to them and immediately it goes to, the, to their needs and everybody's in a bind and you can help them with the gospel. Hmm. Look what it says. We need to be attended with a much greater and much more splendid glory. We need to understand that regardless of what a great opportunity it is for us to be in the gospel, there's more glory for us. There's more gospel for us. There's more opportunity, more power, more, more, more it, like a few a few months ago, I was in uh, before this outbreak. I was in uh, I was in West Africa, and we were up in the in a in a in a rebel held area, and it was quite dangerous. And I was I was afraid. I felt fear, and we had two hundred soldiers around us with guns protecting us, and there was ten thousand people came out of the bush. Uh, and we were preaching the gospel to them. But this one woman came up in a wheelchair. And nobody, see, the, ah, nobody touched this lady. 
See, it's about being governed by the Holy Ghost. It's it's about yeah, it's awesome to go places where nobody else will go because of the because of the dread and fear of men and the Goliaths in the land. That is that is a true statement. It is, and I do understand that fear. I visit it regularly, but I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, this lady stands up, and I don't know her. And she starts dancing. And when she did, several thousand people rushed us. And I had no idea, but she had been bewitched. Uh, and for 45 years, she had she had sit in a chair crippled for 45 years. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the government of the gospel got to her mm-hmm. village. Then the the obtaining splendor of the glory of God arrived on her behalf. And it touched her. There was no man touched her. The Lord Jesus touched that lady. The Lord Jesus pulled that woman up by that wheelchair. If you would have seen her dancing all over that property, and if you would have seen the immediately demon-possessed people started falling out all over the place, and people started getting up and uh, uh, the blind started seeing and the deaf started hearing. This is the gospel. I, yes. I want you to hear me. It's not a man. It's Jesus. And it's so, you're just sitting there. You, you, my mouth was, I was just, <laughs> what is going on? Look what it says. For if the service that condemned the the ministry of doom had glory. Talking about the Moses deal. How infinitely more abounding in splendor and glory must the service that makes righteous, the ministry that produces and fosters righteous living and right standing with God. Indeed, in view of this fact, what once had splendor, the glory of the law in the face of Moses, has come to have no splendor at all because of the overwhelming glory that exceeds and excels the glory of the gospel. (laughs) In the face of the Lord Jesus, the glory of the gospel. For if that which was but passing and fading away came with splendor, how much more? How much more? We call on the God of more. Yes. Yes. Splendor and glory. Permanent abide in the glory and splendor. I, I'm, I'm telling you, we must learn how to permanently abide in the glory and the splendor. In this one verse, I know you got to go. I understand that. But verse 12 of 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Since we have such glorious hope, I speak hope. Mm, Amen. I I speak blessing. I speak healing. Since we have such glorious hope, 
such joyful and confident expectation. I speak the joy of the Lord over your land, over your city, village, over your family, over your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your job description. I speak health to you in Jesus' name. I speak hope and joy and confident expectation. Mm, yes. It says we speak freely, mm. openly, and fearlessly. Yeah. And that's how I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Mm. I speak it over you. Mm. And I bless you in Jesus' mm. name. And I speak the gospel. If anyone is out there that does not know Jesus. I used to carry two guns and a knife. I was part of a gang and I was a bad guy. And the Lord Jesus came out there and he got me and he healed me and he made me blessed in the land in the name of Jesus. He's given me a hope and a confidence. And I speak to you fearless, fearlessly about the glory of the gospel. And if you don't know Jesus, he has raised from the dead for you. He will heal you. He will bless you. His name is Jesus the righteous. The Holy One of Israel. His name is the Son of God. The mighty creator. The counselor. The prince of peace. Upon his shoulders is the government of God and there will be no end. Jesus is king. And I bless you. In the name of the Lord. Amen. You receive it. Amen. Yes. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Well, another question that's come in is, uh, what would you tell those who are hesitant to step out and do the impossible? Whenever fear comes in, what would you tell them? Welcome to the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> because every time, I, it, it, you know, it seems like to everyone that I don't ever feel those emotions or have those character blips or mm. things, but it, you have to decide every time you walk out the door that it's the will of the Father for you. Mm. And I would encourage you to stay. It's better. Look. Look, okay, look. My wife and I are in agreement on this statement. It's going to be a little bit hard for some of you, but I'm going to say this anyway. I would rather die seeking the presence and the glory of God than, than live in the fear and the treachery of the demon. Mm. There's your answer. Mm. Take a chance. And you will fall. And my Bible says in Psalms, though a righteous man falls seven times, the hand of the Lord is there to pick him up. And though I make my bed in hell, the Lord is with me regardless. That's what your Bible says. That's what my Bible mm. says. Yes. And that is how we walk in the fearlessness of the Lord. Is because he is so awesome and he is so worthy. In Jesus' name. So I bless you. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Thank you all so much. 
Thank you so David, much. David, could, could you, uh, one of the questions coming in often is um, if you would talk about fasting, what, what does fasting oh. look like and mean? Well, in the beginning days, we, we, we didn't, let's see how to say it. I didn't understand it. So I took the Bible apart and I went back. All the men, you need to choose heroes out of the Bible. And what you need to do is retrace their life. And you're going to find that every man that's recorded that did great feats for God and every woman, they sought the Lord. And most of them sought the Lord with prayer and fasting. And if, if let me, let me share another thing with you since you brought it up. It's not on me. On <laughs> we'll take it. We're enjoying this, by the way. It's okay. amazing. That's nice. <laughs> All right, look. Let me let me find this thing here. Hang on. There it is. I want this this one guy. He's very famous. It's the guy that you know everybody talks about him. The one that went to the lions den. That fellow. <laughs> he would not stop prayer. Even though he was a captive, he was a slave. Hmm. He sought the Lord and it really stirred up those bad guys, those idolatrous demon spirits. And they went against him and they, they worked it out with the king, uh, how they could trap him because they knew he wasn't going to bow except to Jesus. And they caught him one day with his window open and his hands raised, worshiping the Lord. And they put him in handcuffs and brought him before the king and, and threw him down. And now I, I want I want you to listen to his answer to you. Can I read it to you? Please. Yes. In Daniel chapter nine, verse three. This is what he says. I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed unto the Lord God and made my confession. So if these great men who did these feats that we all want to do saw the need to seek the Lord with fasting and prayer, it makes sense right here if i want what they had i should be like them hmm. i should bow like they bowed i should seek the god they sought and there's one more that i want you to hear there's this fella his name is jesus he turns out he was the son of god came to us by way of miracle there was no sexual activity in this girl. She was a virgin, and yet the hand of the Lord touched her, and she became pregnant with God's answer to humanity. And his name is Jesus. And they asked Jesus a question. How come we couldn't do it? This is in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, so the first thing we deal with is unbelief. So I'm going to say it 
The Lord rebuke you, unbelief, in the name of Jesus. Doubt, unbelief, harassing, haranguing spirits, tormenting spirits. Loose us in Jesus' name. Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard, you, you could say to the mountain, get out of here, mountain, go to the ocean in Jesus' name. And in verse 21 says, how be it, this kind of faith goes not out but by two things, prayer and fasting. So I believe what this says. I don't believe what my body says, my mind says, the, the logic, reason. I believe in the power of the gospel. I believe in the word of God. I believe that Jesus is king. And I believe Daniel. I believe Moses. I believe Jesus. I believe Paul. I believe these men who were successful with God. Paul did 14 days of fasting in the middle of one of the greatest storms of his life on a boat in chains. Going to be executed. And he sought the Lord and the angel of the Lord appeared to the man. And he told the centurion, there will be loss. There will be loss of things. There will be loss of equipment. But not one person will be lost because the angel of the Lord was sent to protect. Not one hair of our head will leave us. So with these types of testimonials, with these types of encouragements that there are in the Bible, I believe them over everything else. And so that's why I have chosen. And I started out with small amounts. And to you, it won't be. But to me, it was. Three-day, five-day, seven-day fast. And I was drinking and so forth. And then I found that there's more levels and more levels of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But now I start out all of my... All of my seeking of the Lord comes through uh, what I consider total fasting and seeking of his face and submission and as long as I can. And sometimes I can, I endure 21 days with not even drinking. And it's it's miraculous. And, and God allows me to seek him and approach him. And then, that, then we start drinking and working out because it, just as hard as it is to get into it, it's hard to get out because you hurt yourself if you uh, don't know how to process yourself out of that type of uh, damage to your body. You can't do it just because David Hogan said or I saw it in the Bible or you have to figure it out and take your time with the mercy of God because time is what we do have. We're going to spend eternity with the king and we have time to figure out how to seek him. That's my, just be patient with yourself and with people around you. They're going to disagree with you. You don't understand your leadership is going to be off the page with you, your family. I mean, just like David, but if you want to kill Goliath, I suggest you do it God's way Yes, amen. and you will win. You will pray on, you will wait on, and you will not fail in Jesus' mm. name. Yes. That's Amen. I, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. When, when, whenever, uh, whenever you're talking about seeking the face of God and praying, 
Um, back to kind of the first question, is there a specific um, pattern that you use when you pray or do you just get on your face and just... I start every, every day, whether I'm fasting or not. We start by a half hour to an hour of just thanksgiving and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And then we go into, uh, I listen to the Bible. Uh, I have it on lots of different types of uh, technology. And, and I, I listen to the Bible almost eight or ten hours a day. Mm. Uh, and then we go to praying in tongues. And then we go to reading the Bible, quoting the Bible to the Father. Then we, uh, then we, we, we go to the praise music. That's usually the last thing I do and is an hour or so of, of just praise music in the background and worshiping God and weeping and crying. You see how easy it is for me to weep. Uh, it gets in the way of my trying to talk sometimes. I just <laughs> the presence of God is awesome. That's why. Mm-hmm. And there is a way. Figure it out for yourself. Just start with a chapter. Start with whatever type of music you like and whatever hits your spirit. And uh, there's I'm not going to name any of the names on here, but there, there's things I like. Anything about the blood of Jesus, anything that exalts or extols my worship toward God, anything that frees my spirit to be able to do the will of the Father, anything that brings hope, Mm -hmm. because prosperity and blessing and these things follow me. I don't seek them. They follow and seek Mm -hmm. me. Because I am a son of Zion. I am a son of a king. And so, but I have to, I have to, and most people believe that I am legalistic and dogmatic about this. It's the truth I am. If you want Jesus, seek Jesus. Mm. And everything else will work out for you. You see how I am not, you see me not ashamed or afraid or I'm comfortable with y'all and I I don't know you very well, but it doesn't matter. You see that it's because I'm right. Jesus is king. Amen. And I'll bless you. Hey, I've taken up like six extra minutes. So I bless you in Jesus. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're, you're perfectly, (laughs) as long as you're okay, we're okay. Our community is loving it. And there's just so many people that are being blessed. Uh, some people are mentioning how they feel like they're they're people of little faith, and you're a man of great faith. Uh, can you can you just address that? Listen, listen to me. The day you were born, you were born with faith. Some mm. people don't use it. That's not on me, son. That's on you. Yeah. You want to believe the you know what hell says about you? That's on you. That's not on me. I want to believe what God says. God says I am the head, then I am. God says I'm blessed in the land, then I am. It doesn't matter. Geography doesn't matter. My location doesn't matter. My surroundings, my circumstances, none of that's relevant. That's not relevant. Jesus is king. That's right. Amen. I'm telling you, I bless them. I'm not rebuking them. I'm I'm patient. Uh, I'm calm. Uh, my calm is, you know, pretty lit up, you know. Uh, but I bless you. I, but there's no such thing as little faith. That's a lie that hell wants us to believe. 
about who we are. I'm telling you, if Jesus is sitting in there with you, you can win over any scenario. It's a matter of time. We just won one that was 32 years it took us to win, but we won. And we just lost one that was quite enduring as well. Though, though you won't see it on me, what you will see on me is worship and praise and glory to the name of Jesus. I'm not here to bask in victory. I'm here to worship the king. I'm not here to live in regrets and bemoan and cry and weep over things I wish I would have done. I'm here to worship Jesus. I'm here to walk in hope. I'm here to obtain favor of the Lord. I'm here to be blessed by the hand of Zion. Do you understand? Yes, Amen. sir. Awesome. Jesus is king. Amen. 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 David, so we're we're wrapping up our program. We have over 300 people watching right now, and there'll be thousands that watch this later. I just want to give you an open mic. Whatever God has put on your heart, would you just just share anything that God's put on your heart for the, the community watching? This is what I want to say to you. For God so loved the world mm -hmm. that he gave. Mm -hmm. I ask you to give. Right now, my entire family is in a war zone. My grandkids, my kids, my great-grandkids, and, and we are blessed of the Lord to give. It is an honor to give to the Lord of Zion. I bless you. I want to encourage you. There's nothing too small or too big to, that you can give to the Lord. And it's not money. It, it's not time. It's not effort. It's you. You are his prize. Your heart is what he seeks. You. <laughs> you, are, <laughs> you are his favorite. And you must believe that. And I refute any other voice. In Jesus name. I bless your land in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 David, thank you. Amen. It has been such a, an honor to have you on our show. Thank you for just taking the time. I know yes. many, many people were inspired. If anyone wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of your ministry and to help you? Just, I don't promote me. Freedom Ministries is there you have it. And it's the one there on the screen. Yeah, that's it. Wow. I see it up there now. Nice. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Wonderful. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to get all of David, sir. then that's the way to do it. But thank you very, very much. Yes. You, you have a great day and yep. God bless you. Yes, sir. Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. That was incredible. Yeah. Speechless. <laughs> wow. Well, let's, <laughs> we, uh, we have more to go over here at the show, so, or the, this, this program really quick. Uh, we want to give away some gifts, and uh, so we want to show you a gift. We want to give away every, 
every uh, challenge we give away free gifts. And so here's a really simple one we want to give away. It's a, it's a hat that says prayer and faith. It's just something that you can wear around to remind yourself and those around you of who God is and how great he is. And so this is going to go to our winner for this uh, hat is, if we can bring it up on the screen, is... Roger Bryant, number 5041. Congratulations. You can wear it with pride for King Jesus, right? Exactly. So 5041. Roger, congratulations. Um, and then if you haven't already, we have a free ebook that you can download that talks about prayer and faith and has testimonies from all of our guests. So go ahead, download it. It's going to be encouraging to you and you know, especially maybe if you feel stuck in your life, in your prayer life, go ahead and download it and be encouraged and get into the Word of God and put it into action. Amen. Also, these are challenging. These are challenges, and so it's not just these aren't just shows to watch to to hear a great speaker. But we want you to be challenged as you leave these shows. And so we have a two part challenge we want to leave you with today, and it's this. All right, so the one, the challenge for you is examine your life today. Is there an area that you are struggling to trust God in? Google Bible verses about that topic. Print the verses, memorize them, and declare them over your life this week. Watch as God begins to build your faith and your trust in that specific area of your life. And then here's the challenge for others. Start believing for miracles. This week, as God Ask God to show you at least one person each day that needs to hear the gospel or needs a miracle. This may be anywhere. When God points out the individual, go to them and ask if they would like prayer. Be faithful to pray and leave the rest results up to God. Amen. So those are our two challenges for today. And uh, just really quick too, if you have any prayers, any uh, testimonies you want to share with us, Please share them in the feeds, share them on our social channels throughout the week. We are a community that prays, prays, prays. We believe in the power of prayer. And I want to encourage you to rewatch this um, interview with Mr. Hogan. It was so deep, yeah. so rich. I know, Sean, and I are both a little speechless right now, just taking in what he was yeah. saying. It is, it is the word of God. It is truth. And so I just want to encourage you, when, if you want to be bold, like um, David Hogan, for the kingdom of God, for Jesus, then please rewatch this. I know I will be um, several times probably. So yes, just wanted to yeah. tell you that. And, and one of the things David was sharing with us uh, in the green room before the show came on is just how faith is, is it's kind of like working out, how you just start with a little and you, you grow and you grow and you grow like you would exercising and working out. And for him, it was running marathons. And one of the ways you can build your faith, an easy way, is just by sharing these videos and sharing them with, with your, your friends, with your coworkers. Just say, hey, check this out. That alone starts to build your faith and, and, and you'll start hearing testimonies back on how God touched people through watching these shows. Yes, then tomorrow we'll have Maltari. Yay! Um, so we're super excited about this. He's also a good friend of Mr. Hogan, so it's going to be amazing. And we're going to wrap up this round of five-day challenges with 
um, Benji and Daniela Morf interviewing Miltari. So we will have another round of five, the five day challenges in a couple of months. So if there's anybody specific you would like to hear from and as, as our guest here at five day challenges, please just let us know, send us a private message or let us know in the feed and we will do our best to get them on. So, yes. Yes. So with that being said, we're signing off. Thank you for watching today's five day challenge and we will see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Wow, what a great word of encouragement and challenge we are left with. I want to remind you to join the 5-Day Challenges Facebook group and also visit 5daychallenges.com to sign up for prizes and giveaways. Finally, please share these social links with your friends. We look forward to having you join us again tomorrow for another amazing broadcast here at 5-Day Challenges.